if we're really going to apply loving our neighbor and looking at the scriptures, so much of it says things like encourage one another, serve one another, admonish one another, be gentle, kind, etc., etc. So those things are in relationship in a lot of ways. And that's how I think we can grow in our love for other people. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Today we're talking all about Imago Dei, the Latin term meaning image of God or made in the image of God. Because if we go right back to the beginning, to our creation, we're told in Genesis that God made us in his image, each one of us. The creation account shows God delighting in everything he has made, calling it good. But it's only when he makes people that he calls his creation very good. We are each one of us God's handiwork, his masterpiece. Each of us are equally, immeasurably, indescribably valuable to him in all our beautiful diversity and difference. Humanity is a reflection of God. We are all of us God's image bearers. How amazing is that? So when we attack one another and reject each other and devalue one another and call the other not good, we're calling what God made not good. We're saying that what God made is a mistake. Basically, we're attacking God's image. But what if we took the image of God seriously? How would that change how we treat one another? This is a question our guest today has thought a great deal about. Trillia Newbell is a children's book writer, editor and speaker, and she talks today about how difference is a gift, how God created us that way deliberately, and how we can and should lean into those differences. Trillia talks about how God doesn't discriminate between us. We are all made in his image. We are all his image bearers. We talk about raising teenagers, the power of prayer, and what loving our neighbor might look like and how God's love can break down barriers between us. Trillia offers us some practical small actions for all of us to take with people who are different from us, yet also are a reflection of God. Actions we can all take starting right now. It makes me think of that prayer in Psalm 119 verse 4. Let your love, God, shape my life. I love Trillia's joy and delight. I know you will too. So, without further ado, please welcome my friend and yours, Trillia Newbell. My name is Trillia Newbell, and I am a writer, speaker, wife, mom, and also an acquisitions editor for Moody Publishers. So I live in books, and it's a joy. Creative God Colorful Us is a picture of the gospel in a chapter book form. So it's for kids, middle grade, ages eight to 11, and it helps 
kids understand God's plan for redemption for all people, for all nations, and how our sin affects us. And it sometimes hinders our love for one another. And sometimes it can be based on things like the color of our skin. And so I'm helping kids understand the beauty of diversity, what the scriptures say, and how we can ask the Lord for forgiveness and draw near to each other as he's called us to. God has graciously given us a beautiful picture of what the family of God looks like in the Bible. We know that Jesus died for every tribe, tongue, and nation. He does not discriminate based on the color of our skin and language. He is so gracious to give us a diverse family. And we see it all throughout the scriptures. And then, of course, in Revelation, we see that every tribe, tongue, and nation will be worshiping together. So we see God redeeming a people for himself of all different shapes, sizes, colors. Genesis 1 says that we are all made in the image of God, the Imago Dei. And so what that means is that we are made to reflect God, those good characteristics that are communicable. So things like his goodness, love, wisdom, kindness, his patience, those things we can reflect towards other people and glorify God. So that is how we image God. He doesn't discriminate against who he gives his image. That means anyone who is born can reflect the Lord. It's his kindness and his common grace to all of humanity. Even in Corinthians, we see that God created a body with many parts. We all can't be eyes and we all can't be feet and et cetera, et cetera. It's a body of many parts. And so it's because in the collective, one, we image God greater because all of us have varying gifts and strengths. and But also we serve one another in the church and the world better. And so I believe one of the reasons that he's created all of these different people is because it reflects him. This God who is creative and who is complex and different and unique and frankly set apart. He's holy. But also our differences are good because it helps each other. We can help one another and sharpen each other because of the way that we're made different from each other. And we need one another. I keep saying this because I believe it to be so true that it's really his kindness that he did not create us all the exact same. He created us with different languages, with different skin tones, with different abilities, with different interests. And it's to glorify him in his creativity and his goodness, but also to serve one another and ultimately serve the church and the world. When we resist loving each other based on something like the color of our skin, it's so foolish because it's like we are all in need of the same mercy and of the same grace, of the same love. And so for us to draw away from each other or to hate each other based on something so minor, it, it grieves me. And it's even hard to talk about because it makes me, it just makes me very sad. So I, I think the reason we should press in is because we are going to be doing it for eternity. And so we pray, Lord, as it is in heaven. It's kind of the prayer, Lord, bring heaven to earth as it is in heaven. We are 
going to spend eternity together. So why would we desire to be apart now? It's in our sin nature, as James puts it in the book of James, to struggle with favoritism, or in James 2, it's called the sin of partiality. We can struggle with those things where we're partial to those who look just like us, but God breaks down those boundaries. He abolishes them, and he tells us to draw near to each other. So we're going to be doing it forever. Why not now? That is the reality that has been bought for us. And so we just need to repent and press in to relationship with one another. And I bet many of us, if we really sat down and thought about it, we could think of where we've benefited from differences in various situations from work life. I mean, think about our jobs. If everyone was a workhorse and super, maybe type A administrative, what kind of environment would that be? If everyone, however, was super chill and laid back and would you ever get anything done? You know, so there's like these balance. We need each other. And God has created us different for those reasons. Same thing with ethnicity. We benefit from experiences, from culture and learning about other people. It benefits our soul, but it also enriches our view of the world. I am convinced that we can love people better when we get to know different cultures and people groups, we will be able to extend understanding, be slower to speak, be slower to uh, make assumptions when we expand our view of the nations and people. I think sometimes we overcomplicate what it means to love our neighbor. We kind of think we've got to, we do need to lay down our lives. And a lot of these things are laying down our lives. But I think we think we have to do something super extreme, like volunteer a hundred hours at this one clinic, which by the way, if you do that, praise God, do it. But when we're talking about our neighbor next door, we, we can do some of these really simple things right now. And it really will show the love of Christ ultimately and help us to love our neighbor pretty practically. A practical way that's so simple that we don't often think about as being loving is to pray. It's an action. I think we can pray for people who, especially when you don't understand something. Another thing I think we can do that's really practical that shows love is to be slow to speak, to not try to insert a lot of opinions, which right now in our culture, that is hard. We don't listen well because we're always trying to speak or we have formed an opinion and assumption. And so it's hard for us to listen. But if we can slow down and listen to what people have to say, then we're going to love people better. And then ask questions, get to know people, I think is loving to ask questions rather than again, make assumptions or especially assuming that you already know, asking questions, good questions is really helpful. I also believe being hospitable is a way to love, inviting people. I know we're in a season right now where inviting people into our homes may be difficult because of, well, the pandemic or various other things. <laughs> but when we can invite people into our homes and be hospitable, I think that is just such an extension of grace and love and care for others. There is a tendency for us to think big 
And I'll say, I think sometimes the big can be easier because it's one and done, right? But what I'm talking about, it takes a little bit more investing. And that I think is where we're, we're stretched. We're stretched a bit when we have to listen. We're stretched a bit when we have to ask questions <laughs> and slow down. I'm so excited to read a passage from the Jesus Storybook Bible. One morning, they, God's people, went to work as usual, but everything was different. Their words were all new and funny. You see, God had given each person a completely different language. Suddenly, no one understood what anyone else was saying. Someone would say, how do you do? And the other person thought, they said, how ugly are you? It wasn't funny. You could be saying something nice like, such a lovely morning, and get a punch in the nose because they thought you said, hush up, you're boring. You couldn't even say, pardon, to check if you'd heard right because no one understood that word either. It wasn't easy to work together after that, as you can only imagine. People were always quarreling and fighting and getting in a dreadful muddle and becoming grumpier and grumpier until at last they were all too cross to keep on building and just had to stop. After that, people scattered all over the world, which is how we ended up with so many different languages to this day. You see, God knew, however high they reached, however hard they tried, people could never get back to heaven by themselves. People didn't need a staircase. They needed a rescuer. Because the way back to heaven wasn't a staircase, it was a person. People could never reach up to heaven, so heaven would have to come down to them. And one day, it would. Oh, what an encouraging way of thinking about this and teaching young people that none of us can build our way or make our way to heaven. We all need a person, and that person is Jesus. And it's just a really gracious way of looking at that passage. And so for me, I just think it spills out of God's grace and kindness to us in providing a rescuer. I would just encourage parents that this is such good work, and it is also hard, <laughs> but God has given us, He's equipped us, and and He's given us also resources like these books that we've been talking about and the Jesus Storybook Bible. I'm in the throes of raising teenagers and it's hard, good work. And God has equipped us for this good work. Even when we fail, the good news is, is that we can ask for forgiveness and our kids can see that real life clinging to the Lord, which I think is so important. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at Sally Lloyd Jones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love.